Hello and welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. My name is Matt. I'm Courtney. What do we do here, Courtney? We talk through the do-dos and the don't-dos of personalized learning. So we're coming relatively close to the end of another season. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, at least here in the Northeast, right, once you hit... We're like halfway through right now, right? (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. No, I was going to say once you're past um, April vacation, it goes pretty quick. It does. um, You know, most of us will go well into June, but other places in the country, you all are... Maybe only have five weeks. Yeah, maybe six, even less maybe at this less, point. Yeah. yeah, our graduation for kids are about six weeks away. Right. Um, so in like the next six seven weeks, yeah, we have another fast. class graduating, and that goes insanely fast. Yeah. As my kids have already gone through that process, and the last the last couple of months were just flying. That's crazy. So we're going to try to reflect a little bit on some of the things that. Uh, that we've been talking about, that we mm. want to talk about, but uh, our reflections and our teacher reflections and whoever else is listening reflections. Yeah. So that's where we're going to start today. All right. So on my desk today when I got into work, there was a magazine, a, a catalog for uh, Teacher and Staff Appreciation Week, May 6th through 10th, from positive promotions, you know, with all of those, like, Teachers are the, I don't know, hug the seeds of tomorrow, all that stuff that in episode one, you heard me, I ranted about that, about teacher things in episode one, in season one. Way back when. Way back when. Yeah, there's some good stuff here. Um, I don't know. I guess, I don't know why I brought this up except to make me, I guess it's like it's the end of the year and it's like, have you thanked someone? Have you told them they're doing a good job? In your school, you should. You should. Yeah, you should. Right? This is the time of year when, uh, as we just said, things are flying to the end here. And kids kind of know that, too. And spring is coming. Yeah. Maybe for some of you listeners, spring has already shown up. Yeah, for most people except us. (laughs) Definitely not here. Uh, But it's on the way, so we're we're all getting kind of excited to see the sun again. And the end of the year is coming, so everybody has worked really hard. Yeah. Uh, teachers, admins, learners, parents, trying to get to the end of the year. And Courtney's right. Take some time to. Yeah. Don't talk all right. to somebody about this one. <laughs> all right. All right. Here we go. Oh, we're getting real here. <laughs> I'm I'm looking through the catalog. All right, like uh, keychains that say you're an essential part of our school. Um, there's other things, you know, other keychains. One person can make a difference. You're appreciated all of the time. So here's how I always felt about these things, if you, if you didn't already know. <laughs> I'm about to send some snark. You're about to send some snark. You know, these things, when everyone got this, gets the same thing in their mailbox from administration, and it's a little tchotchke thing like this, it doesn't make me feel appreciated. So I have my keychain. It's full of like eight of these. Yeah, I know. And every like, now and then, you. like you leave one for me just to just to let me know. <laughs> Pretty much do. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's a great point. Is like if you're just doing this to do it, right? And, and give it to everyone. And it's in, it's impersonal. There's and there's no other message. No. Here's a keychain. It's Teacher Appreciation Week. Congratulations. Right. It's also like it kind of. I mean, I don't know. There's a, like there's a piece of it that also reminds me of like, you know, like class points. 
like, great job today, class, point for being quiet, walking to recess. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's similar to kind of like, I feel like that doesn't, it's it's blanket generic. It's, uh, it's, it's blanket and generic. Wow, those are the words that I was about to uh, say. See, yeah, it's blanket and generic, and that doesn't actually do anything. So here's a question for you about uh, all this tote baggy stuff. Yeah. If everybody gets a keychain, yeah. Yet the principal, let's say, has put in a personal note for each one to each teacher and employee and staff. It could be everybody. Yeah. Um, does that make a difference? I think that's better. But. But you don't need the keychain. Just give them the personal note. That's what means more. I could do even better. Okay. Just go talk to the person. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. Yeah, just make sure you actually say something meaningful to them. <laughs> yeah. Does it have to be during Teacher Appreciation Week? Not at all. It shouldn't be, right? No, it should be, like, should be all the frequently. Time. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, that I that's that's a reflection I've had. I think because I, we also, um, in my district recently, um, we use the HOPE survey every year uh, to measure um, well-being and hope in our learners, and this year we gave it to teachers, mm -hmm. um, and some of the questions are pretty revealing. So uh, yeah. Teacher Appreciation Week is coming up. But it doesn't, no platitudes on things. Yeah, please don't do that. Please don't do that. The blanket generic stuff that yeah. you know is blanket generic and you feel like you have to do. Right. You know, you don't have to. No, well, you know what? And here's the thing. Like, if you feel like you do have to, go for something like gas cards or grocery cards. Yep. Like, two bucks. I don't know. How much do these things cost? Cost? Like, yeah, a couple bucks each. A couple bucks each. That's way more useful than... Um, I'm not a huge fan of like the Dunkin' Donuts cards or whatever they're called. I feel like that's like too specific, but like something pretty generic in the other way that's like useful. Yeah, like grocery cart, like the way those better. Those are good. Yeah. Those are good. I always like getting like a, like the gas cards, like yeah. you said, because you can use it. Use it for anything. <laughs> you can use it. Yeah. 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 It's not like Dunkin' Donuts cards. Yeah. Well, if I don't drink coffee, this is not really a gift I need. Right. So thank you, but I'm going to give it away yeah. to somebody else. And then the meaning. If there was a meaning, right. it's just lost. Right. Or get a bunch. Like, if you feel like it's still easier, like, get a bunch. Get a, get a few different kinds and then have people come and choose the ones they want. Like, Ooh, what choice? That's not bad. Anyway, yeah. all right. So that's, that's kind of what I was thinking about. Yeah, we could do better. We could do better. Yeah, we can do better. We can do better. Um, so do I, that. I don't. But, Matt, when you give me, when I get little cheesy platitude tchotchkes from you, they are meaningful because... I know that you're doing it in a sarcastic way that you know will make me laugh. So Thank you. <laughs> I'm never going to stop. Good. <laughs> you will continue to get those into eternity. <laughs> Perfect. So that is a great yeah. uh, first part of this pod. Um, we are actually going to have two themes for this pod. I know. I kind of threw that one out. Like, that was a good I was one. just like, this is what's on my mind That right was a now. good one. What's on your mind? So... I've been having a lot of conversations with teachers and our school board mm. separately, not at the same time. <laughs> that would be intense. That would be, be a real crazy <laughs> meeting. Uh, but we're kind of talking about a, a bunch of different things uh, that really aren't related. But it got me thinking about the way we've changed the way we think of school in, mm. my, in my district. You know, we're a personalized learning district and we're trying to make changes and 
uh, further how we go with personalized learning. We have progressions of learning and we try to value the culture in the classroom and right. the buildings and, right. and all of those things that we've talked about in this pod we're trying to do in, in my district and I know in yours also. And I've been thinking about the way teaching and education in general has changed in those type of districts over the years from the old traditional way where you know, uh, kids just like plow through school for 13 years and they have grade level mm-hmm. expectations and mm-hmm. that's what they do. And they, they get older, they just move through. And right. uh, even that uh, we don't really retain anymore in traditional schools yeah. because we know that doesn't really work. But that's kind of skipping the whole point of where you are on a continuum of learning. Yeah. It's not about yeah. the learners, it's about the system at that right. point, right? right. And a lot of our yeah. educational system we've talked about before is really focused on the adults yes and we have a large system and the kids just run through the system and they come out at the other end and they graduate or they don't and we try to help them along the way and i'm not demeaning anybody in a traditional system it's just that's the system yeah that's what you're that's what you're in right so we can do better so we have these new systems that's our theme we can do better we can do better all right that should be instead of the do do's and don't do's we can do better better. fair hey all right new pins So it got me thinking about the way teaching has actually changed when I'm talking to yeah. some of the teachers and um, our context is really irrelevant, what I'm going to t- talk about, but it's, it's about they, they're actively thinking more and more about their kids in front of them uh-huh. and what they have learned before they came to them. Right. And which I think is really exciting. They're really thinking about what's after that. When they leave nice. them and go to another teacher, it's they're really actively thinking about that. Uh, sometimes it has to be pointed out, mm-hmm. and it always needs to be reinforced, mm-hmm. right? Because you get into the day-to-day of teaching, and you've got those kids in front of you, and you really want to help them th- as much as you can in the moment. Right. And sometimes we lose some of that bigger picture stuff. Yeah. But I think the way we talk about the way we help kids now, it's really more than just, what am I going to do for you today? Mm-hmm. But what are we doing for you as a building or as a school or as a system or as a district? Awesome. And talking with the school board, it's the same idea. We were talking yeah. about some, some writing issues and uh, how our teachers are really convinced for themselves that they don't just teach writing targets now. They teach writing. Yes. And then you have a progression to help give feedback to where they are. Perfect. And these are their words, yeah. which is the most exciting part. Is they've made the switch to – Okay, I need to get through these eight writing targets with right, these kids. Right, which were so discreet and disconnected and didn't actually speak to the whole of writing. Especially because yeah. when some of those kids in those classes are either not at that level, or they're not at that level yet, yeah. or they're already beyond that level. Right. And they're just redoing stuff because they have those individual discrete targets. Right. And, and the teacher's not thinking about anything except them and themselves and their class because that's the system yeah and now it's like okay what does this kid need awesome what am i going to do with this kid and how am i going to help them become in this case a better writer or a better mathematician or better scientist nice that's awesome and the school board is having the same ah ahas about this as our teachers which hopefully translates right to our learners yeah i think talk with our learners we've, we've gotten some feedback in the last few days uh, some outside sources have come in and, and kind of talked to our learners, and they're seeing the same thing, that they can identify their learning. Awesome. They can talk about how they're learning, what they're learning, and what is good for them and what is not good for them, mm. and being able to express that 
in a, in a coherent way and not afraid to talk about that with adults. Awesome. That's is, so great. Which I think is really cool. <laughs> So, so I, I have a, wait, I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. I have a question. So, like, so this idea, this, it, it seems to me like one of the things that uh, we talk about a lot in personal, in a personalized learning system is that, like, um, from the teacher perspective, there's no my kids anymore. Mm -hmm. It's our kids. Yes. Right? And so I wonder if, so these were high school teachers you were talking about, right? Uh, middle school, high school middle teachers. Middle school, high school. Okay. Do you, do you think that there's a difference in that um, epiphany moment or that shift because I think that's like a like a, a milestone shift in thinking mm -hmm. along the way towards per becoming a personalized learning teacher. Is that yep. shift from my students to the students or our students? Um, do you think that comes more naturally to elementary teachers versus like you know what I'm saying like a, a, a teachers of specific levels, or is it more of just an individual teacher personality type thing? Like, I had a lot of thoughts just go through my head here. Okay. So, because yeah. my, my general statement is, as a former high school teacher, high school teachers are just so focused on themselves a lot. Okay. As high school is designed that way. Right, you know, it is. You've got individual yeah. classrooms, you've got individual courses. Yeah. I've got the kids in front of me. I'm going to get them through this course, and it's all about me, 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 me. I don't really care where they've been because they're in my class now. So they must right. have been okay before. Right. But I'm also thinking about some of the elementary teachers – you in can the say past the same few years, thing. and I hear a lot about these are my kids. Right. You know, I get to teach them everything, which I think just exposes what I just said there. I get to teach them everything. That wasn't even on purpose, but yeah. it's like me and the students, and that's it. I we don't share. Even right. if we do share, those are still my kids. Right. And I think when the lang when you hear the language talk about our kids, yeah. I think that's one of the first shifts when you hear the language about our kids. And even if you're just sharing with another teacher and it becomes our kids instead of my kids, I think that's one milestone. Okay. But I think another milestone is when we start really actively thinking about where is this kid on a continuum of learning? Before and after, yeah. I need to find out where this kid has been before and what they know so I can meet them where they are and exposed to what what is coming next for them. Yeah. And be aware of it as a teacher, but also expose that to the kid. And it, I think it eliminates a lot of this, why am I doing this? It, it's like, okay, you're on a continual learning here, right? You're on a right. progression. Right. It's like I'm not teaching you this so you can learn the next thing also because I think that's a cop-out. Mm -hmm. But it gives, it gives them a real thought process of, okay, I'm doing this for a reason. And it's not always just to learn the next thing. Yeah. But at least I have some type of reasoning now. Right? Well, they have a context in which it all fits. Yeah, it's not just fourth grade math anymore. Right. It's math. Yeah. And they're learning math. Or you're learning, you know, measurement. And you happen and to have is... a person helping you that's in the room right now. Exactly. As opposed to grade level stuff. Yeah. Which I'm in fourth grade, so this is what I learned. Right. It's like, no, I'm learning about measurement, as you just said. And yeah. this is why. This is how cool it is. And this is how yeah, we can apply it to other things. And a teacher being more aware of that makes the learner more aware of that makes their parents more aware of that, and it slowly becomes apparent that we're doing different things in this system rather than a traditional system. And it, it takes time to have that mind shift, but I think some of these little milestones along the way, just think about the language. We talk about the language. We, we talk with learners all the time. Mm. Really, the, the language we talk with ourselves a lot really exposes a lot of our mindset. Oh, definitely. Yeah, even unconsciously, as I just said, you know, I get to teach these kids. Right. 
It's like that's it should be, you know, we we teach the kids in front of us. Yeah. You know, this is where they are. This is where they're going. This is how am I going to help them? Right. And if I'm an expert in data analysis, I want those kids to come to me because I'm better at it than some of these other teachers. So why don't I teach all the kids? And why don't I help my colleagues get better at it also? But it's they're, they're all my kids, not just the twenty something that happened to get assigned to me this year. Right. And I think that's a better a better shift. Nice. I think so too. I think that's another way to do it better for sure. Yeah, it's a way. It's a way. It's a way. Yeah, that's exciting to hear that teachers are having that that shift. It and, really is. And talking about it articulately, and that the board is having it too, because it's hugely important. It's hugely important yeah. that the adults in the community know what you're doing. Yeah. So always try to communicate. I know it's the hardest thing is to communicate with people outside the educational system. Yeah. It's really difficult. Yeah. Because as I get more and more into this every day, the whole system is so complex and there's so many pieces to it. It can't be explained in a 30-second elevator speech. Oh, no. It just, you, can, you can do the whole general piece, but any like specific question could have like an hour response. Yeah. And we got to do better at that in order to explain what personalized learning is. But you know, we always say it's not kids in front of computers. It's about you know, progressions of learning and meet th- meeting them where they are. Yeah. People that, that respond to that are like, great, that sounds really good. So what does that actually mean for this yeah. particular thing. Yeah. It's like, well, blah, 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 Do you blah, have blah, blah. An hour? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there's a, the, it's like getting some of that language change first and getting that into the community. Uh, I was really encouraged by our school board meeting last night. That's awesome. When they yeah. were talking to themselves about this sort of thing. So I didn't really have to explain it. They kind of knew some of the basics, but some, just the way they were talking, it wasn't about me, the teacher, or me, the learner. It was like, what are we going to do in order to do whatever we were talking about? Right. So it's like... Okay, we're making steps. We're Perfect. making steps. So think about the language that you're doing. Uh, maybe if you like the language, you can put it on a keychain and then spread it around no. to all the teach. Oh, no, what? no, write a note. Or you can go send say them right to Courtney to at PLearnMC <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> send pictures of all your stuff, and we'll put them on the walls. <laughs> Courtney's giving me the look. <laughs> Math's the only one allowed to give me those things, listeners. Fair. Fair. Lots of keychains, lots of totes. So as we wrap this one up, uh, you can find us on Twitter at PLearnMC and on Facebook at same thing. Same thing with, or yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But just PLearnMC. So we're going to do something new this week. What's that? We want something from you listeners. We want a review on iTunes because we haven't had one in like two years, it seems. Oh my. An actual written review, not just the number not of reviews. Not just the stars. Because yeah, we, like, we get the star reviews, right, so appreciate us. <laughs> yeah. Right, don't send us keychains, give us an iTunes review. It's gonna be Podcast Appreciation <laughs> Week for this particular podcast. <laughs> so give us a, like a nice written review. Yeah. Uh, it does help get on the charts somehow of iTunes. I have <laughs> no idea how that actually works. Understand. But we'd like to be, be out there a little bit more. Hmm. Uh, and if you, if you listen and you like us, give us a review. And with that, we'll talk to you soon.